talk to you. Where's uh Fifi? You're always with your Look, don't be bullshitting me about no damn Fifi. I heard about you. I heard you done brought your little fruity loops up in here. Are you like that? You can't be coming up in here. This is a respectable place we live in. So what's your problem? I'm assuming this is about Philadelphia. Listen, yeah. everybody in this apartment complex knows I like girls. It's a great no, country. No, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't know and Fifi didn't know either. Well, I'm sorry that you and Fifi didn't know. But you know, who cares? I love women. No, I don't you be talking about my happy. Fifi. You need to get your life together, girl. I don't judge you for having a pet chicken. You should go to my church. You need to be baptized and, and the Holy Ghost. Oh, no, you did girl. not just touch yes, me. Yes, I did. You're a crazy chicken lady. You're going to yeah. get it for fucking touching what me. What the hell? You call yourself going to You're through. a crazy lady. You're going to get it for touching me. Uh-huh. You better touch that bitch. Black bitch. What the fuck you think you... Oh, oh you are out of your mind. Hello. <clears throat> Hi. We just watched episode 3 of The Neighbors. All I have to say is thank god this one was shorter. It was shorter, but boy did they pack a lot more in. And by a lot more we mean like padding, padding, padding. Yeah, oh it's a lot more padding, but it's a lot more offensive padding. It is. The uh, the central plot of this episode is... Well, I guess we're gonna go with the birthday party? I guess? I don't know. I really don't know what this episode is about. I mean, the birthday party only took up, like, maybe the last, I don't know, seven minutes? It did, but it was so... This, wow, this was this was a really, really, really padded episode, and a weird episode. This was This was the worst written episode of the three we've seen so far. Yeah, they have some allusions back to the first one. Like, a couple of them, like with the chicken and the shotgun, and those only really took up one scene each. Yeah, um, and there were a few allusions to the second episode, enough to make it clear that yes, this was in chronological order. Like the princess? Yeah, and the horrible, horrible, horrible threesome scene got referenced. Did it? I missed that. I think it did. That's just it. I don't know who any of these damn people are unless I come to hate them, so... All I know is that uh, the Korean guy is named Mr. B. Yeah. And I'm not really sure what his story is. No. He just comes in and references sex every once in a while. I think... Yeah, I think that's his storyline. My God, this is, this is this is bad. There's an entire scene... One entire scene where all they did was do product placement for the Tommy Wiseau underwear. Yeah, that was really, really, really irritating. Yeah. I mean, it's not enough that it was there in the first one and it was very noticeable. And he even says, you can go to TommyWiseau.com and buy it. No, no, I won't. No. No, uh... Yeah, there's this is this is a this is really clumsy stuff. Um the product placement scene was unbearable. This was the episode where apparently some of the stuff that lay dormant last episode, you know, the really offensive stuff, oh that came back in force. Uh yeah. Uh let's see. The opening scene includes several expletives uh targeted at uh, women. You know what? Screw you. I don't need you anymore. I'm not I don't love you anymore. 
stupid whore. My heart is breaking. Loser. What a bitch. There's also the really weird sense that that opening scene clearly belongs in a porno, but it's not. Yeah, it's like every time they're in the laundry room, either somebody almost has sex or proposes to have sex or... Oh, and let's talk about how realistically that looks like a laundry room. It doesn't look even remotely like a real laundry room. It's just like a washer and a dryer slammed somewhere. And if you look at them carefully, you'll notice there's no place to feed coins in. Ha! Yeah, which, uh, a building would have. That, I mean, that's just it. And it's just, it's just a haphazard weird scene. As I said, I loved the sexist slurs, and by loved, I mean they absolutely set my hair on fire. Mm-hmm. We all know Wiseau has serious issues with women, but boy, do those come to the fore in this episode. Mm-hmm. Then we get, um the product placement scene, then we get the racist scene. Yeah. CC making a big deal of, oh, you like women? I didn't know that. So, how does that affect you? And then she proceeds to become a walking stereotype of every black church lady ever. Mm-hmm. To the point where I genuinely felt bad for the actress having to deliver these lines because they were so offensive. Mm-hmm. Eh. You know... Uh, in the in the fashion of the room, I would be surprised if Tommy showed them a script before this. Oh, I doubt that. I doubt that because yeah. it was very obvious. It's very obvious that everybody's giving their first line readings. But I mean that that scene really offended me because it was a combination of homophobia and racism in just the worst way. Because the thing about it is, ostensibly we're supposed to feel like she's in the right. You know the. Uh, one, the other character, because I, I, God, I don't remember her name. But mm -hmm. instead, we feel like Wiseau is using her for titillation and nothing else. There's no sense that, oh yeah, 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 he completely feels like homophobia is a bad thing, and he wants us to be aware. No, he's just using her for titillation. Yeah, I mean that's just it. You will never see a. Okay, I hate the cliche realistic lesbian. Because I've known, uh, I've had a number of uh, gay friends, and I, I hate to break it to people, but they really, you can't spot one from a mile away. You really can't. No. But the thing about it is, it's hard to find ugly people on this show. I mean, I'm going to use that term loosely because I wouldn't exactly say that I found any of these people attractive, but I could tell they were supposed to be. Right. So, ugh. Ugh, I, don't, I just... It's 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 just it's titillation and it's offensive and I couldn't, I just couldn't. Yeah, I just couldn't. This episode. The one thing I will say that they had going for it was that bikini girl wore pants. Yeah, she wore pants for once. Thank God. At least I think it was her. It was. It was. She did. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that too. She did wear pants. God, there's so much filler in this episode that we're really gonna struggle to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there's also then the shotgun scene, which. All it is is everybody in the building thinks it's so cool that there's a gun there. Right. And, by the way, the gun that's purchased is a shotgun. It's like, it's baffling. Like, a few people come in and it's like, oh yeah, all everybody's talking about is the fact that you got you have a gun and you got it for free. Yeah. It's like, <sighs> you know, I mean, this. you know what this reminded me of? 
Because let's go on ahead and go to extremes. This reminded me of the scene in Boyhood uh, with the shotgun. Yeah. Where in that scene, I was kind of a little bit annoyed that the uh, main character was nonplussed by receiving it. Because that was a beautiful shotgun in that scene. And, you know, let's let's destroy another stereotype here. I know a great... I know what the character is supposed to be like a hippie liberal and all. Yeah, I know a number of hippie liberals who happen to be big sports shooters. So, you know. <laughs> sports shooting is an awesome hobby. Even I'm a, a fan. Um, so... I, I, I found it ab- I, I found it abrasive there that the character was, um, you know, so dismissive. Here, I find it abrasive that everybody's so impressed with it because it's not a good quality shotgun. And what they would have for protection would really be a handgun. Right. I'm sorry, am I bringing logic to a Tommy Wiseau show? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm not even sure what the entire point of that callback was. It was to say that that was still something that was going on. By the way, we should establish that the uh, stoner uh, got so much more time in this episode. He did. Apparently, this one this one girl wants to have sex with him, and he's, like, regretting ever having sex with her in the past. And, you know, there's a shotgun callback. And then there's the party. And he has severe rage issues, we find out in this episode. He has mm-hmm. severe rage issues. Very unsettling rage issues. Um, yeah, I found that entertaining as hell. No, I didn't. No. No. I, I found that really abrasive. Uh, I found his entire plot thread just annoying. I found him annoying. As with every episode of this show, we use the term plot loosely. Yeah. Yeah, we're using the, the term plot um, about as accurately as... No, it's just... No, this is... The assemblage of scenes. Right. But, um, by the way, um, points for adding another stereotype in. We find out that Chicken Lady is a, uh, smoker. Yeah, it's a pot smoker. Yeah, let's get, let's get some, let's get more stereotypes in there, why don't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, oh god, this, this, this episode really offended me. Just everything about that character has really come to offend me. Also, the fact that all he ever does is wear t-shirts with pot leaves on them yeah i'm pretty sure it's the same shirt yeah it's the same shirt you 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 know that real people who are actually dealing drugs don't advertise that they're dealing drugs no but yeah so there's that thread and then i guess god are we so out of stuff already that we have to already hit on the birthday party or is there a scene that i'm missing i don't think we're missing anything no because then you have the birthday party scene. The whole setup is it's the uh, partner in the uh, complex with Wiseau uh, slash his girlfriend. It's her birthday, so they try to throw her a surprise party. And there's just everything wrong with that. Yeah, I love I love the line. But let's just be nice to her, okay? If you don't like her, be nice. Why are you here if you don't like her? Heck, I rarely have time to go to the birthday parties of people I like. Mm-hmm. You know, my I just have a tight schedule, but, uh, ugh, I, I found that, yeah, that was just so weird, which could pretty much sum up this entire show is, yeah, that was so weird. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just found it irritating, the, the, the way that they're like, yeah, you know, everybody be nice to her, etc. Ugh, it was just dumb. That's just, yeah, it was dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. But, yeah, so there's, 
so they they throw the so what they do initially is you know they have uh, the basketball guy fake an injury and he has her go get ice cream. That joke's gonna be run into the ground. Yeah. Oh wow. Ugh. Um, let's see. Then you've got let's see. There's the bit where they then say, "Okay, everybody go hide," and they cut to the other side of the room, and it's blatantly another set. Right. You pointed that out on the uh, in our chat because we try to watch this together as much as we can. Although yeah. Hulu was really screwing up today, fittingly. Yeah. Yeah, we were slightly out of sync, but. It's funny because, you know, she, she comes into the office, everybody's hiding behind the couch, and he clearly is, like, leading her off the set, and then they cut to, supposedly, the other side of the room. Now, keep in mind, this is supposed to be an office. Yeah, and the, dim and the dimensions are pretty clearly set earlier. It doesn't have room for this giant couch. Yeah, like, this giant two-part couch, which everybody's hiding behind. Like, the entire, the entire cast of like 12 or 13 people it's like oh hi other room i mean it's blatantly so it's blatant yeah there's there's no hint that this is the same room except that we're supposed to believe it is and everybody hides behind the couch and they then jump out and because of the sound design they absolutely scare the hell out of you Yeah. Because, God, the sound is awful on this episode. Yeah, it's cut loud. It's cut very loud. Like it clips. It does. It does. I mean, I'm sure you, as a sound editor, that had to absolutely set you... Everything regarding sound in this just sets me off. It's it's terrible. It's terrible. Like this, when she... In the very beginning of the episode, when she slaps him? <laughs> terrible sound effect. A after they've jumped out and you've got the horrifying sound of the surprise we then get a lengthy scene of everybody presenting gifts which is another padding scene like at this point that's almost becoming a hallmark of the show the padding scene padding um last episode it was the introductions to the princess this episode it's this yeah the what a day count was down i only caught like two max i i caught one Caught one. Yeah, that may have been all there was. Mm -hmm. I'm being generous. Yeah. Um, the Oh Hi callback was higher at two. There was a room callback, um, which only made me angrier. But, mm -hmm. you know, there's one shot that I did not want to discuss in the chat. But, God, let's acknowledge the fact that um, uh, when uh, What's-Her-Name uh, gets a bottle of tequila, which she refers to as her favorite... She then proceeds to open up the bottle and take a drink without wincing. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I like tequila, actually. I want to say this. I actually quite like tequila. It has a unique taste, um, but really, if you were to take it out, take out the alcohol and use it as a flavoring and other things, it'd be actually quite good. Your reaction to taking a shot of tequila should be to uh, immediately throw your head back and wince. Even if you like it. Okay? There is a group of people that are able to take a, a long drink of tequila and not wince. Do you know what we call them? Alcoholic. Alcoholics. I have seen alcoholics take a long drink of uh, intense spirits like uh, tequila or uh, vodka or whiskey and not wince in pain. 
Even if you like the stuff, it's it burns. So that's just a blatant error. Um, then there's like the endless scene of them throwing the champagne around and, you know, it's obvious that the bottle is empty, but they're still filling up cups. Red Solo cups, no less. Classy. Yeah, and they're like, they're like using the floor as a slip and slide as the credits roll. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, the name of the episode was Sliding Cake. Sliding Cake. Yeah. So you can guess what happens to the birthday cake. Yeah. Wow, this episode sucks. Yeah, this is the worst one yet. This is the worst one yet. Uh, we're down to one more after this, uh, for this uh, set, and I am so glad. I'm ready for the break. I'm ready for the break, because this is killing. Th this is just... Y'all, I haven't had a chance to watch Daredevil yet, and I've heard that's amazing. Um, yep. Yeah, you've seen it, you know it is. Did you finish the whole thing, by the way? I have not yet. I'm still taking my time on it. Well, I mean, that's a sign of something good. This is hell. I mean, mm -hmm. y'all, we're doing this for you. By the way, we do this time get another next time on that's actually put in the correct place. And then we get a coming soon. Mm-hmm. As in, you could watch it immediately. That's right. God, I hated this. I hated this so much. I hated, hated, hated this episode. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one thing, though, that we that you brought up that um, I'm really glad you did is let's talk about about the uh, deeper meaning of this episode, because there is one. If you've ever read Greg Sestero's book, uh, The Disaster Artist, there is a point at which, like, on the set of the room, Greg realizes what this is, which is fantasy fulfillment for... Uh, for Tommy Wiseau, he's surrounding himself with younger, like, it's the party scene, I think. Yeah, well, it's, I think it's the basket, it's the football scene. The football scene, yeah, yeah. He realizes that he's basically just surrounding himself with younger people, and, like, this is, the fantasy he's living out is that he's, you know, popular and has friends. That's what this is. Yeah, I mean, because... The party scene was basically nothing but filler, nothing but them giving out gifts and having a good time, and there's no, like, conflict or anything. There's just, it's just, yeah, we're all hanging out, we all, we're all friends, and, yeah. But he's blatantly 20 years at the minimum older than everybody else in that entire scene. Right. I mean, everybody. Yeah. The oldest person that you see in that shot. He's 20 years older than they are. And it's a little sad. It's a lot sad. It's just disturbing, really. Mm-hmm. And his idea of fun doesn't even look like fun, really. No. I mean, everybody's getting wasted and, uh... Sliding around on cake. Yeah, and crashing around. It's just... I don't know. It just... It's very unpleasant. Um, I just... I don't know. I found... I found a lot about this episode very hard to watch. Um, but that was, when you pointed that out, I was like, yeah, this is, this is sad. Mm. Ugh. I just tell myself we're almost there. Yeah, we're almost to the, at least the first finish line. Yeah. I mean, mark my words, uh, we will not, <clears throat> I don't see, I don't see why so being able to get a second season going of this. Yeah, and if he does, we're not going to continue this. We won't, really and truly. I honestly, I wonder if the uh, if all 12 episodes are in the can, because if they're not in the can, then I can't see the whole order being finished. 
Right. I don't know. It's almost like it's uh, running out of steam. Mm-hmm. He's bored of his own vanity project. How do you get bored of your own vanity project? I don't know. Nobody's paying him to make this. This is coming out of his own pocket. Yeah. But, gah. This is, this is definitely, this is definitely not taking the room down a few notches in my book. This is sinking the room in my eyes. Yeah. On the other hand, it does make me appreciate Miami Connection a little bit more. Yeah. Because at least with that one, the more that I learn about the creator of it, the more that I like him. Right. Seriously, the more that I hear about YK Kim, the more that I'm like, yeah, you're an awesome guy who seems, he, he, he not only does he not have an ego about himself, but the whole reason that he initially tried to keep Miami Connection from getting the re-release it got was that he was so, he didn't have a tremendous ego about the project. He felt bad about how it had been received. Exactly. Like, he wasn't, uh, he was basically, he was pretty much embarrassed by it, yeah. by the er, initial reception. And he really shouldn't be. I mean, that really is a film that I've had no trouble recommending to people. Oh, yeah. I just, I just showed it a couple weeks ago to a group of friends, and they loved it. Yeah, because it's a fun movie, and it's a genuine movie. It's a sweet movie. I don't know. There's something rancorous in Tommy Wiseau's soul, and it just gets uglier. I mean, I'm really... I because in the first five minutes he used such vile terms for women, which I'm not repeating here. Um, you know him. Yeah, you've heard the clip. I don't. I can't stomach that. I mean, y'all know where we stand on these issues. Um, y'all know where we're gonna continue to stand. We're not done. Yeah. This, this was ugly. So. I don't know. I'm I'm tapped out on this episode. We've actually now spoken longer than the entire than the, episode. We have. Unbelievable, though. Yeah. One to go. The fourth episode next week, and then we'll take a much-needed break on that, and hopefully we'll get the Sucker Punch episode recorded very soon. Yeah, we're trying. It's Partially it's been scheduling, but uh, also partially we have to watch the movie. Right. I just picked it up on Thursday. I want it's like every time I purchase something like this, I want to counterbalance it by purchasing like a worthwhile. Mhm. Uh I couldn't find one to to counter this one. Yeah. Well, nothing washes the stank off. No. You just tell yourself that we're doing it to tear to tear it apart. Um I'm going to library right. it myself. So anyway, I'm tapping out. I'm going to hit the uh yellow button. Yeah. So, goodbye. See you next week. TommyYZ.com. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I even rocked the underwear. Oh, yeah. I mean, you they do. fit nice. You rock those. 
You like? I do. Well, the underwear. Yes, yeah? I like the underwear. Wait a minute, what are you doing here? Uh, well, I forgot my notepad and. Oh. Do, can you be happy? Yeah, yeah, okay. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm okay. Good job. Okay. Thanks, right. Ed. You're doing a great yeah, job. What he's doing? Yeah. I don't know, but he's doing it right. Really? I mean. Am I not doing right? No, you're doing. John? You're doing really wow, great. Thank you. you. That's a compliment. Are you kidding me? You do it the best. Let me give you a little massage here, maybe. Oh. 